Welcome to the Bar Band Explorer podcast, where three musicians and music fans discuss local music that they've found. And I'm joined by, as I always am, by Joe Connors and Harry Martin. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. Yeah, staying safe, staying inside. That's good. Um, and yeah, adjusting to the uh, the new reality of the world we live in while still <laughs> listening to music. Well, uh, we're quite close to the vaccine, so we should be all right. Yeah. Um, still doing as my government tells me yeah no it's good so everyone has found a local song and decide who goes first i'm gonna ask a question and if none of them can get right then i get to go first well it's everything going first it was the um we get to choose who goes first because people and i might not want to go first so do you remember this is something we discussed when we were doing instagram do you remember what the name of the world's oldest record shop is is it spillers uh, spinster the the correct answer is spillers it's slight pronunciation off which is in cardiff which is where we are right now where these two of us are um you're in bristol joe i believe um correct so because of that harry you get to pick uh the order in which we show the songs so what order would you like so this is i'm gonna go with thomas then me then Joe. Right, well, I'll start with my song. My song is by a band called Columbia, and they are a rock and roll band. I believe they're from Cardiff, or at least they record in Cardiff. As if you go to Instagram, there's a load of videos of them recording in Cardiff. Um, and they make these, uh, as I was saying, sort of indie rock and roll songs, quite oasis-y, uh, sort of stadium songs is how they describe it. Um, and most of their songs are quite sort of more of those anthem songs, a bit killersy in a way. But this specific song I chose is their first single, which is a bit more of a folky, a bit more actually a little bit lo-fi. So I'd be very interested to see what you think about it. So this song is Living Life by Columbia. Hi, Tom here. If you're looking for this song, you can find it in a playlist along with all this week's songs in the description. So that was Living Life by Columbia. So what are your initial thoughts, gents? Uh, I thought it was very OAC. Yes. And the, and the intro. Yeah, and no, I, I, I kind of like the chorus. Maybe It's obviously not quite as good as OASIS choruses, but that's to be expected. Yeah, no, I think that's fair enough. I think they're obviously very inspired by OASIS. Like, their name, I believe, is a song off an OASIS album, for one. But it's also particularly the, vo- the vocals... Um, the effects they have, the reverb they have on it, it's it's very oasis-y. For me, I think it's kind of I feel to the extent where if sound they're recording it's a cathedral. I think there's this weird thing where um I have loads of positives to say, but it's like a folk song, but it's like a folk song they're playing in like a cathedral, as you say, and that's quite odd. Like the vocals feel like just so big, and then it's quite an intimate song. But I think actually isn't necessarily due to the reverb, if they just like made the vocals a bit quieter, maybe it would just sit slightly better. Yeah, I, 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 I was going to say sort of the same thing is that it's it's so echoey as far, it seems to me <laughs> far apart. And it would be the style they're mimicking Oasis. They've got that, and you, you, but you just want to hear the person, the lead singer, sing that. You don't need to have this big effect. It just, that was for me... A little bit too distracting but apart from that i really like the sort of the mix between uh this folky sort of blues 
uh, style with the Oasis vocals and um, yeah. I thought that was that was a really nice uh, collaboration between those two. I think the chorus it does have something really good there, and the chorus it took a while to come through, but the chorus did become really really catchy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it sticks with you, and especially with that sort of long outro that sort of fades away into the distance. It is a really nice, catchy song that you could see sort of played in a, you know, in a pub. Not not to get everyone on their feet, but everyone sort of uh, to kind of enjoy um, yeah. quite a chilled, nice, nice song. Um, but yeah, it's just it's a little bit distracting with the yeah. the reverb, like the vocals just being so echoey and in your face. So one thing I was going to say about the reverb from listening to the other songs, every single song has the reverb on the these songs. So I think it's a choice that when you listen to the other songs, which are more like surprisingly different, they're not folky at all. It kind of works. And then with this, I think they just need to tone it down a little bit. But as a choice, I do kind of like it. I just think in the mix, it doesn't exactly work. I think sort of the folk elements, like the chords are actually quite good. I think and to me the band it almost sounds most like if you ignore the Oasis it's like Neutral Milk Hotel which is kind of like an indie folk band and it has that real indie folk influence and I think that is quite cool and if you watch the music video it is meant to be this kind of old lo-fi song it does have some issues with the mix and stuff and it's maybe a slightly odd choice as a single but I do think it is still a really good song. I I, I do like the guitars though I think they, they get the steel of the strings in quite yeah. well. I think I think I think that gives it a nice vibe. Uh, it's, it's part of the reason why the extremely v- reverb uh, vocals is a bit weird. Yeah, you have these sort of intimate steely strings, and then you have this large cathedral uh, <laughs> performance. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, quite a good yeah. singer. Very very guy, like Noel Gallagher. If you walked out on stage with that like crazy cathedral. <laughs> <laughs> In like a tiny, tiny pub, yeah. it would be quite a sight. Yeah, um, it wouldn't really work. Yeah, if you're in a pub, you don't need like to put loads of reverb in your mic to give it like a future sound. Yeah, you could do that. Interesting decision. <laughs> Maybe that's just a voice. That's just what he sounds. Like. <laughs> he always sounds like he's in a cathedral. That's his. Yeah. That's his cross to bear. Again, my defense would only be that though that might seem like a big issue. I if they made the vocals quieter i think it would all sit quite nicely but i agree when you listen to it is is a bit jarring that fact about it so do we want to move on to the next song uh did you want to go next harry was that your idea yes i think so i'm going to be next okay yeah so the song i've gone for is tupelo uh by a band called mclaren mclaren i think it's i think it's pronounced yeah Uh, they're from south uh netherlands they're a slightly older bands. They they look about in their forties, but they make quite interesting music. It's kind of rock and roll, but with more sort of slightly more more older stuff in there, sixty seventy stuff in there as well. They make quite interesting, you know, quite simple music with nice good riffs. Uh, yeah, the song I've chosen is uh, Tiffalo, and the reason for that is I think it's got the best riff in it. They're cool, sick. So this is a uh, Tiffalo by McCarran. So that's Tupelo by McCarran. Any initial thoughts on that one? I, I, it was completely different to the last song, uh, which is, I think, good because you want to see a variety of music. It was just very, very high pace, high energy, and I, I, I really, I really liked it. Um, I thought everything was clear and crisp. Uh, the vocals were really good, and in terms of the song composition, I thought it built up really, really well. 
uh, to this kind of, I guess, like crescendo at the end. I, yeah, I, I, I just, I can't really fault it. It was just classic rock song. I feel like I've heard it before is the only thing I would say is it is maybe a little bit cliched. Um, but that's that's kind of what they're going for. It's no nonsense. It is just pure rock and roll. But it's well, quite hard to believe, believe they've only got like a thousand views on Spotify when clearly uh, it is such a they've got such a high production value and they do all the basics really well. I think that's I think that's easily the best song I've heard uh, mm. in this podcast. It's so tight, instrumentally tight to a level that's for for any band that you would describe as local, it's 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 insanely tight. Like it's clearly professionally, the songwriting is professionally done. Well, they've been around since 2009, so, so they've had a long time to put out this. Yeah, and I'm sure if they're like an older, you know, they're old, they've probably been through the rounds of being in other bands and stuff. So, but yeah, no, I think it's really great. But, you know, it's just a song off their EP. I, it's not necessarily that much of a, a singly song, but that's fine. I think as a, like a, a track on an album, it really, really hits. I think it's a really good song. And I really like the middle eight, like the solos and stuff. It's really well written. Yeah, I think the key thing that makes the song for me is the whiff. It's a good whiff, which can be quite rare for rock songs. I think a lot of local bands, when you listen to local rock bands, you listen to them and their whiffs aren't, aren't that great. Yeah, they're, I agree. They're, they're normally just power chords, two or three power chords, just randomly hammering it, you know, hitting it. Without <laughs> much, you know, they're, they're impressed enough by the, the timbre of the guitar not to actually do anything much more than that. I think this band... You know, they clearly the experience. They know how to write a good, decent riff. I think that makes it. And then, obviously, then the uh, chorus is quite good as well. Simple, but there's obviously nothing wrong with that. For me, like intention's important because sometimes I don't. I'll complain about. Well, we will complain about like these songs. Some of these songs that we listen to being throwbacks a little bit, but this song is clearly meant to be a throwback, so it really works. You know, with the rock and rollness. You know, like it's fine to make an old song. A lot of the other local music we listen to just feels like they try to write something new and it just doesn't work because they, they only listen to like David Bowie or whatever. Yeah. yeah. The thing I kind of thought was that it is just pure rock. Um, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, a lot of the music we've listened to has maybe tried to be a bit too clever or done something new or done something they've seen and then added a new spin on it, whereas they've sort of neglected the basics whereas this does all the basics very well. A lot of stuff we listen to in the very 90s rock, mm. well, this is, a, this is this is borderline 60s and 50s. Yeah, yeah. But with, but with a slightly, slightly more modern chank, trank to it. It's, just cause it, it you can, it's clear and you can hear it, but at the same time, it gives you a live feel as well. So if no one has anything else to say, do we want to move on to uh, Joe's track? Joe, if you're ready. Uh, yeah, so I chose a song called Annie by the band I Destroy. And this is sort of a, a trio who met in Bristol. And they've been, since then, they've sort of, they've played hundreds of live gigs together all over the world. Um, you can tell sort of they really, really enjoy touring and enjoy sort of live music, which is why it's quite sad for them that at the moment they've got nowhere they can really go to perform. But it has, yeah, the flip side of that is that the lockdown has given them a chance to produced their debut album uh, which is coming out in February which will hopefully be very good for their fans I, I guess like the band is it's quite a unique take because it's it's an all-female lineup uh, very punky very grungy um, and they sort of talk about a lot of 
different issues that kind of affected them in the music industry. Uh, maybe things that we don't often kind of see, uh, such as one of their songs is about sort of like uh, groping and and other things such as sort of sort of smaller, more subtle things such as having uh, shorter sound sound checks um, compared to male acts. And yeah, I, I just thought it was a really unique take in this. And the main thing with the the song that we're about to play, Annie, is that it's just very, very catchy, um, very high energy. And within, I mean, I've heard it three times, so it's already in my head. But I think even after one play, you're you're going to remember it. I think it sort of brings in everything they're about. Um, and you can tell why they love touring so much, because this song must get uh, quite, quite a good reception from whoever hears it. So yeah, um, I hope you enjoy. So that was Annie by I Destroy. Uh, initial thoughts, Harry, do you, go, do you have any opinions on that? Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was, uh, I liked the, the sort of the hook and um, I thought it was very, almost quite Mar- Marilyn Manson sounding. So it was punky, but it had a slightly dark, darker sound to it. Yeah, it, it reminded me a bit of Bloom as well that, from the last, last time. That's true. Um, and a few punk bands from Kai Cardiff, because I think like Tailgate's quite similar to that. Yeah. One thing I'd say, I think it's like, very Arctic Monkeys to me, particularly like the melodies and even like the performance is quite Arctic Monkeys. And then almost at the end, it's a tiny bit Muse, but I think that's probably a coincidence. But that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like like those combined, but then uh, we're definitely like punkiness. But you know, you do get like a tiny bit of punkiness in like Arctic Monkeys. So I do think it's really like Arctic Monkeys. Uh, but otherwise, it's actually a reasonably well written song, I think. And I like the I like the lyrics. Yeah, I think it it's it's got quite high tempo. So even between the choruses, you've got that like bass is quite you can hear it quite quite well, and it keeps the tempo going. But yeah, like I I I think like they just as the band they really like touring, and this is sort of the best the next best thing they can get. That's what sort of comes across uh, okay. from what they've written and stuff. So yeah, I think the the main parts of the song that stand out are the you know the chorus which uh is incredibly catchy but i think parts of the song that doesn't it maybe goes a bit unnoticed is kind of the bass between the choruses that keeps the tempo going i think that's all really well works um and it just means that you never really lose that energy it keeps going throughout the whole song right to the end um which obviously for a live performance which is what they kind of love doing is 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 what you want really yeah yeah there is a nice, like, little cute song. And I think the production is really good. I like the middle eight. These sort of... It's, like, quite different than the middle eight. Um, I do think, yeah, I... I do think, sort of, it's so cut down in a certain way. That I don't think, like, in my opinion, I'm, this might be a tad harsh, but the songwriter really holds up when you get, like, say, the verses are so, like, empty. Like if the bass tar was doing more interest, it was more interesting. I think it'd be a more unique song. I think it's just not a very unique song. I don't think it's um a bad song. Quite a short song. There's not much to it. Yeah, which isn't you know isn't necessarily an issue. But I just think like to me, it reminds me a lot of a lot of the stuff we've been hearing. To be honest, I I agree with that, and I think they've sort of let them because some of that stuff, the heavier lyrics are in different are in some of their other songs, but this song is very much, which is also the most popular song, is, is much more simpler. So maybe if they integrated some stuff that was in the some of their other songs, which touch on topics that are a little bit heavier, it'd be a better song for it. Um, as it stands, it's sort of, it's quite a simple, poppy kind of, it's, it's 
it's it's catchy, but maybe it loses some of that more depth that the other songs have. That's good. I'm not sure about the philosophy of it as well. I think was the line is something like "I don't fall in love, I fall apart." Yeah. And then it's maybe a positive sort of positive song. So I couldn't quite work out what it, the point they're trying to make. Uh, so fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's maybe the point is it's fine to fall apart. I would guess. Uh, rather than it being necessarily, you know, a good thing. It's like, it's probably, you know, because you... very deep um, subject there. It's okay to fall apart. I suppose, you know, that's, that's fine. But... Yeah, it's also you don't need deep subjects on every song. Like, uh, you can make songs about anything. Uh, and any other thoughts or do you want to go to the judgment part of the podcast? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I think now for the, uh, the, big, the big round. <laughs> I think there's some hard competition this week. I don't know. I, well, I think both the first two weeks we've been doing this, I think they've all been quite good. But maybe this one is a bit... I, for me, I think these are a little bit better. So it's a hard decision. I don't know if any of you are swaying somewhere. I think there's like some of the bands as well this week have been a bit... have been touring a bit longer than some of the bands we had last week. Yeah, that's So they, they're going to be better... But that has obviously up the quality and has made it a lot more difficult for us to kind of decide which which band is the best. Because all three of the bands, I think, have been around a bit uh, for a bit of time. Um, none of them are that new. And you can tell because they all sound quite polished and they kind of know who they are and what they're doing, really. I think for me, I would have to go probably with McCarran because uh, I just think the sideness of all the instrumentation. I do think that's probably the best one, I, the best I have. I've heard doing the podcast, but it's only we've already done six, so that's not the the most insane thing to say. Uh, but I also I quite like the Columbia one as well. I think it's quite nice, but it is quite a waste to see probably slightly too much. Can I can, yeah. I, can I vote for my own? Yeah, no, you can do that. I voted for my own last week. <laughs> yes, mine. I think McLaren Tupelo is the best. Yeah, I think it was just it felt like it was the best production. Felt like it was the best made put together song. The waves are very good, which is kind of rare for local music. I think it was just a little bit above the other two songs, which were a little bit too generic. Well, I think Tupelo had a slight, not not that unique, but a reasonable amount of sort of rock and roll. It was a little different than what you normally hear. You normally hear that sort of like rock and roll kind of stuff. While the other stuff was very, especially the third song, I, I Destroy, it was very, it was a very, I think I've heard songs like that a million times in local local bands. Um, I I think I I I pick Columbia, but I pick it because it is cliched, and I've heard it loads of times. Um, I just think it's it's like a proper nostalgic song, and it's done quite well. And I I I don't. It's the type. It's more the type of music I'd listen to. I think. Uh, rather than the other songs but I, it is it is very I feel like I have heard that type of song a few times but it doesn't stop it from being a good song I don't think um, yeah I think it's, true. it's just very sort of slow and uh, nostalgic and it's it's kind of that that kind of worked for it and yeah I quite I quite like the lyrics as well and interest to sort of hear more from that band whether what what kind of I guess route they go down so if they could just tone out some of the echoing I think it'd be a lot better, a lot better, because um, it does sound they're in like some sort of cathedral, uh, which is a little, a little bit distracting. But the rest of it's like, uh, I, I quite, I quite like it. It's not original, but 
I I don't really mind. I, I I enjoyed the song, and that's that's why I picked it this week. Okay, so the way the winner this week is uh, be McCarran, which is exciting for them. But beyond that, all we have to say is thank you for listening. We have an Instagram account you can follow at Bar Bad Explore if you want to see more local bands that we like or uh, clips from this podcast. But otherwise, uh, all that's left to say is goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>